0: All right, Joey, it is November 22nd of 2015. We are less than a week away from Thanksgiving. Yeah. How excited are you? Nah. Nah. I guess that's the only way I can describe it. Just think Uh. about this. Even if... Thanksgiving is no good. There's always Marie calendars. That is true. You can always go get that Marie calendars I, I, I'm gonna get some, me some motherfucking pies from Marie calendars. Mm-hmm. Because I it, fucking heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that even like talking. pie. I like I don't like your standard pies, I guess. Yeah. Um but I'll have like a slice of apple pie. Yeah. You and know, that's like the most standard pie there is. Okay. But like other pies I tend not to care for. Put a scoop of vanilla ice cream on my apple pie. Hot apple pie and ice cold vanilla ice cream. I yeah, because else it's just dairy water. <laughs> you mean ice cream soup? Yeah, because I used to make that shit. Ice cream soup is pretty good. Ice cream soup sauce. Awesome. Stick it, stick it in the microwave for like fifteen seconds, just so that you can go <laughs> <laughs> and add like sprinkles and chocolate chips to it. Yeah, buddy. That's a that's that's a fat boy snack right there. That's not no, that's not a fat boy snack. That's what we like, you know. Say hey. I had soup for dinner tonight and <laughs> I'm trying to be healthy, even though it's made out of sugar and milk and like chocolate syrup. Mm-hmm. it tastes yeah. amazing. Um, I'm very surprised at how many people do not like apple pie. So like I said, it's I don't surprising have a on the Yeah, I'm lying to you. Um, um, I just, I don't know. I don't really have this, like, whoever affinity for it. Whoever does not like apple pie, straight up, is a communist. Yeah, Like... There, there, there's something wrong with you. You're either a communist or you're ISIS. So either Ann, way, you so need to die. So Dan loves Pinterest. I don't know if you've ever heard of Pinterest. I heard you? of. I have a sister. I, I've okay. heard of Pinterest. Uh, but she was like, she's debating on whether she's going to make a pie for Thanksgiving or not. But she told me that there is a thing that is a s'mores pie. What? Yeah. Hey, can I come to your guys' place for Thanksgiving? (laughs) No. We're not doing anything for Thanksgiving. Um, I I actually have the day off. I was thinking of coming down here, but... um, Thanksgiving is is one of those mandatory family holidays. Yeah, the only thing is, it's just... It's not necessarily a long drive, but it is Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, you know... Traffic's going to suck some balls. And I have to work the next day. So, I'd have to come down here... And then leave and slog through traffic to get home and then work on Friday. So, like I said, what I think I'm going to end up doing is instead stay at home, play Fallout, and possibly go get a PS4. (laughs) <laughs> or a new chair Or a new chair Alright you brought up the chair Jay Just talk about the chair And then we can move on Okay so I got like this new sofa chair And it's so fucking good Oh my god it feels so good Like I'm reclined As I speak And like I'm like fighting sleep right now Cause it feels so fucking good Like the lumbar support Alone is a fat man's dream. That's just amazing. It, it like Johnny sat in it for like all of like I sat in it for a whole like two minutes 15. it wasn't that long. It was like fifteen to thirty seconds, but in those fifteen to thirty seconds, I had fallen in love. Yeah. With this it dream. feels so good. And like straight up I like the arms kick open, bam, as as I did right now. And like they have a spot for a US two USB cables to charge your shit up. Oh my god. And to like hide your emotes and your snacks oh god i love it i just got it today and like just parting with it for like the few hours I, I was away from it was like heartbreaking just a little bit yeah I, it I, so I don't blame me feels so good i will not be surprised if you don't get it from that spot while we record this podcast it, it, it's not happening man I, i'm just i'm just sitting here and like i will mess myself right now i would prefer if you did it okay. i think our listeners would prefer to not hear you miss I'm, I'm pretty sure they won't be able to hear it so you guys are fine just like you know live in ignorance right now because like it's probably gonna happen uh-huh. joey what have you been doing these last couple of weeks Last couple of weeks um, I saw Bridge of Spies Did you like it? Um, I liked it I, I liked it a lot actually um, But the thing is though like I liked it as much as I knew I would you know, it didn't surprise it didn't me. It go that extra step yeah. above your expectations. Yeah, it, it didn't. It definitely met your expectations, which I'm sure going in, you had them very high. Yeah, I had really high expectations, and, it, and they were met. But, like, I don't know. Like, I guess just from... The director, like you know, from Steven Spielberg, I was expecting a lot more to come of it from his end. Um, But extra flourish, extra Extra flourish, flourish, I guess. Yeah. Other than that, though, it was a fascinating story. It was fantastic. Tom Hanks, he was great. It was. He wasn't like. Um, the best way to put it, like, like if you've ever seen, if you've seen him in Saving Private Ryan or Philadelphia and uh, Forrest Gump, he doesn't really, he doesn't really like. Uh, is it you don't really feel that sense of immersion that he's able to put into it? But you, there's a lot of nice subtleties in his work right now that maybe a little hard to pick up on, but also. If you do see it, you appreciate it a, a whole bunch. So uh, you know, expectations didn't exceed my expectations, they were which is a met. bit, a bit of a bummer. But it was they were met, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. The one thing I think I keep hearing about this movie is it's pretty much like two different movies, yeah, in one. It, it, it pretty much is, like, um, because you like pretty. With, with these kinds of movies, you only get like one part of the story, and then like you get like the dialogue box right before the credits, right? Um, with pictures of the real people that the actors portrayed, um, telling you the rest of their life or something like that. Um, this one follows like it's, it's, it's kind of like a really short saga of this man's life, and like uh, James Donovan, if I remember correctly. Um, you know, it, it follows you know, the arrest, like spoilers. I guess it follows the spoilers for these events that happened, that happened. And you know, like like, (laughs) I remember learning about this in history class. So if you guys don't, well, then you guys are just stupid. (laughs) Um, uh, So essentially, there's the uh, arrest of a communist spy here in the United States, and James Donovan is the guy who is selected to defend him in court. Um, And then, uh, you know, they go through that whole thing—the arrest and the defense, the trial, and everything—and then after that, uh, his like uh, James Donovan is then selected by the U.S. government by the CIA to. Broker the the uh, exchange of prisoners of you know uh, a spy plane fighter pilot from the U.S. for this communist spy. So he brokers the deal between them um, um, and the swap between them, uh, and essentially those are the two um, the main plots of the movie. But they're so uh, close and interconnected to each other that you can't really have one without, without the, the other. other one. So you know it it's kind of two different movies, but. You it's kind of all part of one story. Yeah. So, you know, like, uh, once again, just go see it. It's actually pretty good. Um, if you if you dig history, if you like Tom Hanks and like Steven Spielberg, you're going to dig it. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. That, uh, I mean, it's... Uh, it seemed interesting. I definitely want to go watch it at yeah. some point. Um, at the very... Latest rented at Redbox or something like that. Yeah, but uh, anything else? Um, I've been watching that, I finished watching uh, Thirty Rock on Netflix. Um, the last season was it was okay. It wasn't didn't I really have the laughs yeah, that I the don't other really seasons had. Care for how the show ended? Me neither. I didn't wraps everything up to an extent, but. It wraps everything up, but it all happens in one episode, which I don't really like when everything wraps up in one episode. I like it better when you know, like one storyline will wrap up like, like three four. episodes before the finale, yeah. the next one maybe like two episodes yeah. before. There there's a build up and things get wrapped up along the line yeah. uh, to the last episode. Um and so yeah, I finished watching that wasn't bad, but wasn't that great either. But the entire show in general, like definitely watch it, it's Resultant hilarious. Great it's show. fucking fantastic, and then I just started watching the league. Um, the league is good. I, I love the league. Yeah, I'm I'm in the second season right now, third third episode of the second season, and Rafi is now part of the league, and that motherfucker is hilarious. Jason I love manzouka's it. Jason Mendoza is, is fucking hilarious. He's so fucking funny. He needs to be in more movies and more TV shows. He's fucking hilarious. I he, he pretty much I feel like plays himself. Kind yeah. of yeah. roles, he's just like this crazy. Weird, what's up, jerks? Yeah, what's up, jerks? Um, like, there there was like the this scene in the third episode where like he he walks in on uh, Ruxin uh, and his wife, his sister. Um, and uh, <laughs> essentially when they're about to have sex and then he's like super drunk and then he goes hey guys and then he just like lays down on their bed and then he says I think I'm going to puke and sometimes when I puke I shit, <laughs> And and that's when the episode cuts out it, like just his, his weird one liners and the, the crazy way he acts is fucking fantastic I love yeah. it and later on I don't know if you've been introduced to him yet but Dirty Randy comes into the scene no. and he's played by seth Rogen and (laughs) dirty randy as the seasons progress they kind of pay more attention to the rafi uh dirty randy origin story (laughs) so much that um the current season which is on tv right now the last season right the last season correct um there is i don't know if it's the full episode but um I'm pretty sure it is. It's just like a roffy, dirty, randy episode. But it's completely <laughs> animated and it's animated by the people who did Archer. Oh that's dope. So that's so dope. Show's great. It's funny. i l I'm really a fan of that yeah. show. Um other than that, like I've been playing uh the campaign mode on Black Ops on Blops 3. Blops three. Um we've all been kind of playing it, me, Johnny Chop. Just a little, a little bit here and there. I think mainly that one night. Yeah, I don't think we've all been on since then. Not, not all at the same time, really. Uh, and even then, Fallout 4 just came out anyway. So, you know, Johnny's lost in the ether. I'm surprised he's even here right now. I, like, it's so weird. And I guess I'll start talking about this now. At first, I... I wasn't sure if it was going to grab me. I didn't really feel like this distinct pull, mm-hmm. like I remember feeling with Fallout Three. And I'm not sure if I like feel it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I'm not playing it, that's what I'm thinking about, <laughs> and I just can't stop playing it. So it has you. It has me. I just I don't know if I'm aware of it yet. It's 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 a subtle it's a I, subtle I pull put on it you. Something like thirty two. Like 32 hours into it. So Mm -hmm. I've put in a good chunk of time already. And I... Let me set up the story. And I guess this might be a little spoiler, but all this stuff happens within the first five minutes of the game. Yeah. Um, So you're just... It's a normal day. Um, You're visited by this Vault Tech guy. And you sign up for... Uh, your shit to get cleared to go into the vault yeah Uh, you do that and then a news report comes on that's like oh shit the bombs are dropping Yeah. so you and your wife or husband depending on who uh, which gender you choose to play as Mm -hmm. um, run to the vault Uh, you get to the vault just as like the explosion is coming in it's a very like cinematic moment I think they showed that in trailers yeah um get down into this vault and they check you in and they're like okay get into this pod and you get into the pod um it turns out that they're cryogenically freezing people mm-hmm. so you get frozen yeah um and you're in the pod by yourself and your spouse is with your child in the pod across from you um so that happens everything goes dark all of a sudden um you start unfreezing a bit, and two characters walk in and take your baby. No. But your spouse is, like, trying to protect the baby, mm-hmm. so your spouse gets killed. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Boom. Big old revolver to the face. I'm assuming the rest of it is kind of a revenge story. Um, sort of. So, uh, after that, you get frozen again, mm-hmm. and then you get unfrozen and then it's a quest to find your uh, son, Sean. Okay. Um, and that pretty much sets up the whole story. Uh, you've been frozen for over 200 years. Okay, so your kids dead no. at that point, right? Because your kid was frozen too. Who well, I mean like so did you wake up 200 years after your wife's and 200 years significant after, after the significant others had dropped. Okay, just 200 years in general after. Yeah, that you don't okay. know how long it's and even up to the point in the story where I'm at now, I have a rough approximation of how long it's been. Mm-hmm. Uh, since that freezing happened. Yeah. Uh, and your son was stolen. Um, But even now, I'm still, it's, the timeline is still kind of weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, shit, I mean, I have barely touched into that story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've just been exploring, and I'll hear, like, a radio signal. I'll go check out that radio signal, and then... I'm Like, oh, well, I'm already close to this thing, so I'll just go explore this thing. Yeah. And then I run into a deathclaw and become very afraid and run away. <laughs> um, I'm having a blast with the game. It is it's definitely a time suck. Always is with Fallout. Yeah. I mean, I would recommend that you get it. But I know if you do that's all you're going to be playing you're going to come home from work you're going to play until you go to bed then you're going to go to bed yeah <laughs> and then when you go to work you're going to be like oh what if I like do this and what if I modded this weapon this way and- <laughs> <laughs> a like, giant, I'm at work and that's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> like you're constantly giving old ladies like acetaminophen when you should be giving them oxycodone mm-hmm. And it's just like, uh, f- yeah, fallout, whatever. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what the hell, man? You just fucked up like eight of these orders. It's like, I, I, I fall out. I, I gotta know how to mod out my <laughs> shotgun. Okay, man, you take as much time as you need. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what would happen if you had that kind of boss, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else have you been doing, Johnny? Other than that, I got Star Wars Battlefront. And how is that? Have you played uh, it yet? Or? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I pretty much have been switching off between Fallout, and once I still start feeling a little bit of a, like a Fallout burn, mm-hmm. I'll hop in a, uh, like Star Wars and just play a couple matches and kind of you know change it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so far, I'm loving it. Uh, visually, it's stunning. Yeah, it is amazing. Um. It doesn't have a story mode. I think people are aware of that. Um, there are single-player components of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think those single-player components are enough to justify you playing a game if you don't want to play the, like, the online version of it. Yeah. But the online version is great. Hmm. Reckon, bitches. Reckon. Bitches. Yep. Batches. 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 Wrecked. So I've been playing wrecked. that. Um, been having a blast with that as well. Um, definitely i am going to get the season pass for that game. Yeah. Um, it. It's one of those things where I don't feel like it's going to grab me entirely. Like, I'm not Mm going to sit there and obsess over this uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just a good pick it up and put it down kind of thing. Exactly. I can, if I've got an extra 20 minutes, maybe I'm waiting for Anne to get ready before we go somewhere or something, I can hop on and play like two quick matches or something. It's very, very nice for that. Great game. I definitely recommend it. Um, Other than that, I don't think I've really been doing much of anything else. Anne wants to go watch uh, the last Hunger Games movie, so I'm probably going to do that tonight. Yeah. Uh, But that's about it. I don't think I've really done anything... Anything too much else. Too much of anything else. We live boring lives. Yeah, pretty much. Very boring lives. Very adult lives, which is kind of shitty. Yeah, we just uh, we go to work. We occasionally watch TV and play video games. And we record this podcast. Pretty much. That's about it. I don't think we really do much else. I usually try and jerk off just a little bit. Well you have that new phone now, so Yeah, no, a much bigger screen. Higher resolution, clearer vision, it's not all scratched. Them them money shots though <laughs> at this that this, you know, like you know, four K you know, resolution is is that what kind of resolution to your phone? I think it does. I mean I'm pretty sure the S six has has four K because it keeps giving me options for four K on YouTube and like other miscellaneous tubes sites like nice videos or anything like that but um right um but yeah so it's a nice little phone I like it I like it a lot my my other phone took a big ass dump on me and wouldn't work properly so eventually I just ran it over in my work truck and uh bent it in half. I think the only reason I wouldn't get the uh the S six there's no uh S D card thing in there, is there? I think there is. I don't know. I haven't really needed one because, like, I don't like say like a bunch of shit to my phone. You know, uh, like I have like a few miscellaneous apps on there. Like I have like Boom Beach and shit. I think that's my biggest app. That and OneNote. Other than that, yeah, it's I good. Mean, I uh, Stitcher, Spotify, shit just like that. Eventually, like stuff just fills up and stuff like that. Eventually, um, I just you know one of the reasons I always gravitated from away from the iPhone and was more aligned with the uh, Android market was because, well, I can slide a micro SD in there if I need mm-hmm. the extra memory on my phone or something. So i'm pretty sure it does i just haven't bothered to look at it it's in an otter box because I, I had to learn the hard way last time <laughs> i dropped my phone at work and then the screen just spider webbed and it hurt me on the inside yeah i would cry so now i have an otter box on this thing and i can probably throw it out the third story window and be fine hmm, i think i'm not gonna try it though yeah who wouldn't do it but. no if it did happen, for some reason, at least you wouldn't have to worry about it too much. I would still be freaking out, though. Mm-hmm. And also, I'd probably be pissed. Like, who the fuck just threw my shit out the window? You're Joey, you did it. You you wanted to see if your phone would break. You said you wanted to see time fly, and you didn't have a clock, so you just threw your window. That's the <laughs> updated like, version of the look, joke. clock! And then you <laughs> threw it. You just had to turn on the clock app and then throw it out the window. <laughs> oh, Joey. So we should probably get into into our news Yeah, um, in case you guys don't know New listeners, old listeners alike uh, This is a chopping block Old listeners who just don't bother to pay attention To what we fucking say <laughs> uh, This is a chopping block um, We break down i wouldn 't say weekly news, but we break down the biggest news in video games and movies every We cover week. the news that matters to us, yeah, pretty much fuck fuck that political shit, except um, you know anything we can really make fun of and be topical about you know yeah. to make us seem smarter doesn't really happen that often though um <laughs> the donald trump right i yeah, mean come little on little, I, <laughs> I mean like, well, look at that hair <laughs> totally right <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> let's just get to the let's get the right. gaming so, yeah yeah so uh this week uh this week for the last uh we haven't done a news block in two weeks here so um one thing that uh we didn't talk about Um, was the Nintendo Direct that just happened. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people were freaking out over it. I really didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll kind of break down the news for you a little bit here and there. Some of the bigger points. They showed some more footage for the new Legend of Zelda for the Wii U. Okay. Uh, it was like 13 seconds of Link riding a horse in a field, so it wasn't anything. Those kinds of teasers like get people all riled up anyway. Oh, yeah. No, it, it definitely got people riled up. Uh, they did confirm that it is uh, coming to the Wii U. Uh, still, and it's coming out in 2016, Mm -hmm. and they announced that it's going to have Amiibo functionality, which shouldn't surprise anyone. Yeah. Um, They announced um, that the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess Mm -hmm. is getting an HD remake that's coming out next year. I heard that was a pretty big hit, though, with the critics at the very least. Yeah, I mean, in retrospect, I feel like a lot of people... You know, it it definitely wasn't one of the better games in the series. Yeah. And the fact that it came out on GameCube and the Wii, I think, might have, like, split the player base. Because they're technically the same game, but flipped. So in the GameCube version, Link uh, carries his sword in the left hand, shield in the right, which Uh is how he's done in every other game. And for the Wii version, they switched it up. So he's holding the sword in his right hand to accommodate for the Wii controller. Yeah. Um, because they did that, they flipped the map entirely. So if a town up was all down, way on left the left, right. if the town was like all the way on the left in the GameCube version the Wii version, that town would be all the way on the right. Huh. So they're mirror images of each other, pretty much. I'm pretty sure there's going to be some kind of weird lore for that at one point. Yeah, probably. I don't know. But, um, they also announced that there's going to be a Wolf uh, Link Amiibo that it's going to come out. Um, When uh, the remake comes out, it should be in early 2016, I believe. Okay. Um, And that Wolf Link amiibo is going to have some kind of functionality in the Wii U release, the new Legend of Zelda game. Okay. (sighs) Hopefully that doesn't mean anything like gross, you know. Hopefully it doesn't mean anything stupid as far as like, oh, you need to have the amiibo to get like some extra mission or some, oh, okay. you know, something along those lines. Uh, that's what I mean by gross, you know. I was gonna say like this is this can go in a very weird direction, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not not anything like that. Okay. Hmm. Um, let's see what else what else happened. Mario Maker is getting uh, an update um, where they're going to make it easier to look for Mario Maker levels. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you'll be able to filter out, like, the autoplay levels and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, You'll be able to look it up. uh, It'll be a web-based search kind of a thing. Okay. And then from there, you can... Uh, let's say I'm using my phone at work, and I find this level that I want to play. I can click a button, and when I log into my Wii U later, mm-hmm. that stage will be in your like playlist. Exactly. Okay. To play later. So that's it, pretty cool. It's, it's something a lot of people have been asking for because it's kind of hard to filter out, like, the autoplay levels and, like, some of the other, like, gimmicky Super Mario Maker levels. Yeah. So this is going to be really helpful. That's supposed to come out next month. It's supposed to release the web base, uh, searching for things. Hmm. Um... Well, big news. Um... Uh, Pokemon Picross. cross uh, I don't know if you've ever played a pick cross game I don't think I've ever heard of it um, it is it's like a grid and you kind of uh, pick certain things and it creates an image like a pixelated image imagine if you had graph paper and you were filling in little little squares okay and it yeah. makes an image and there's some kind of you know the, it, there's a reason why you're picking certain things I think it's like some kind of uh, I'm not entirely too sure to be honest with you. I don't want to mislead you and give you wrong information here, but it, you know, it's like a, it's a game and there's a Pokemon version of it coming out and people Very descriptive. Are pretty, pretty excited about it. Um, I guess it sounds interesting. I just never heard of it before, so... Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Pokken Tournament is coming out in spring of 2016. I'm pretty sure we've talked about that already. Yeah. In the past, um, it will have Amiibo support. Oh, okay. Once again, not a surprise. Um, Do you think you can't, those- you can't have people buy all these Amiibos and not have a reason for them to use them. Do you think those Amiibos would work at like the Dave & Buster's machines? Probably not. I think it would be pretty cool if they actually got that kind yeah. of functionality for it. Yeah, no, that that would definitely give more people that don't own a Wii U... To get these amiibos, I mean, yeah, straight up, that would be like the perfect way to pitch amiibos to people who don't have a Wii U. Even if it was something like okay, because um, people in people who play fighting games competitively or even non-competitively, yeah, who just even go to arcades, they have their characters, something su- exactly super simple, where just like okay, let's say you prefer to have your punch button here or there, um, and you prefer to have your punch and your kick swapped. Mm-hmm. If you have that kind of information saved to amiibo, you could just kind of tap it. Down and it'll set those settings for you without you having to go in. That would be just for something like that. It would be reason enough for people to want to get that. So that'd be a good idea. I didn't even think about that. Uh, But it's going to have Amiibo functionality uh, on the Wii U for sure. Um, They also introduced a Shadow Mewtwo. Mm -hmm. He's going to be a new character that's going to be in the uh, in the game. He's pretty much like a dark Mewtwo. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, come on. Mm. Um, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam, which is a crossover between the Paper Mario games and the Mario and Luigi games. Okay. It's coming out January 22nd. Eh, I've never really cared for those games, so it's not eh. really news I care about. Uh. Um, star Fox zero, which is the star Fox game will be coming in April of 2016. Okay. Um, still, uh, graphically, I feel like it doesn't look all too great. Hmm. Um, but we'll see. I mean, they still have time to, uh, to kind of work and fix things on that. So, uh, we'll see how that ends up. Um, we haven't seen a star Fox game in a very long time. Yeah. At least a proper Star Fox game. There was like uh, the GameCube ones where. Yeah, fuck that one. I played <laughs> that one. That was garbage. Was a little fucking dinosaur and mm-hmm. yeah, Didn't those like were it. those were shitty. Didn't like it. Um, Fire Emblem Fates, which is a new Fire Emblem game, um, comes out in February. Okay. Uh, this is a game that's interesting because there's two branching storylines. Um, you're pretty much um, a, you. You're brought up in this family, and you're adopted. Yeah, um, and you're a child of your adopted family's like warring, like rival, and then it becomes a story of do you pick your adopted family or do you go with your birth parents? Yeah, or your birth family. Um, so it's two different games. And it's the same game at the same time. Um, Yeah. You know, in one, you pick your adopted family, and in the other, you pick your birth family. Mm -hmm. Um, You can buy the games individually, and that's, I believe, something like $40. Um, You can buy them both together. Okay. Where you will be able to play as one. Okay, so... If you buy the one version You're stuck in that one so let's say if you Buy the one that's for the adopted Family yeah you're stuck into That version and you won't even get a chance To check out the other one Mm -hmm. Uh, Same thing with the other one Um, You can buy the slightly more Expensive version which will include both stories That you'll be able to play through And then you can buy the Even more expensive version one That's like $80 something like that And it comes with The two brain stories, and then there's a third story that okay. also falls in. Uh, it seems like a way to just. Uh, I'm trying to squeeze a lot of money out of people right now. Yep, pretty much. No, it's playing. Bueno. Um, but that game is coming out in February. Um, let's see. Uh, in my opinion, uh, the biggest and most exciting news to come out of this direct. And a lot of people won't agree with me because there was other news that came out of this direct, but the most exciting news, in my opinion, uh, Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow are going to be released on the 3DS as a virtual eShop game. Oh! And you might be thinking, well, what am I supposed to do when I want to trade Pokemon? (laughs) I can't connect a link cable to my 3DS. (laughs) Um, They're Changing the game to where you can wirelessly trade Pokemon with people. Yeah. Uh, so let's say if you had a 3DS with Blue Version, I had one with the Red Version, and we're going to trade Pokemon. Mm-hmm. We don't need a cable. It'll just use the uh, wireless from the 3DSs to trade. Okay. So that's exciting. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So that's going to come out um, February 27th. So in a couple months, hmm. um, great if you only ever played red version or blue version, and not the other. Yeah. Or if you never played yellow version, which I actually never got to play yellow version. I've been a playing handheld. a little bit, so a little bit on my Game Boy yeah. color back in the Let's see what else is in here. Uh, Hyrule warriors will be releasing for the three DS. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that kind of like dynasty warrior set. that spinoff one. Yeah. Know. Um, and it will include the female link called Linkle. Yeah. I saw some shit about that online. I was, you know, yeah, is it, I, way to be creative guys. Yeah. Way to be creative. <laughs> um, she seems kind of cool. She uh, has, like, double crossbows and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's pretty neat. Um, a game that I don't think is as big in the States as it is overseas, but uh, Dragon Quest Seven VII and Eight are going to be coming to the 3DS okay. next year. Um, and finally, probably the biggest news to come out of this direct, or at least people think so, really it does nothing for me. But... Um, uh, Final Fantasy sevens cloud, okay, uh, is going to be in Smash. Nah, yeah, you know, I just, nah, I, to, I personally am. Not too big into Final Fantasy, so it's not like this like grandiose. And yeah. I, I, the internet definitely blew up when. Um, oh, I mean, I think it's because like PlayStation, they, uh, you know, they have like their PlayStation All Stars, and Final Fantasy has been a staple of the of uh, Sony and you know, PlayStation for a while now. So yeah. I guess to have uh, like old school characters to come back to uh, Nintendo. Because, I mean, like, Nintendo was, like, the home of Final Fantasy for a very yeah. long time, too, back in the Origins and shit. So, I mean, I guess that can be a big deal, but for others like, like us uh, who don't give a shit... Yeah, yeah, like, a lot of people freaking out. Um, the only reason I see this being, like, a really, really big deal is... It makes me think of this. If Nintendo and Smash Brothers can get Cloud... Who can't they get? Yeah. You know, like who this proves that they're out there talking to people and they can pretty much get whoever they want. I mean, like I mean they have Realistically. Cap- I, I mean I don't it, think they're gonna get like Master Chief in no, it's obviously Smash, not. right? But I mean they have snake. Any like third party Character, I'm pretty sure they can pull into. I'm pretty sure you can look to anything that happened in the Nintendo's origins, like you know, on the uh, Family Com system, on the NES, on the SNES. You can probably find it. it you know what would be kind of nuts, even though I'm pretty sure it wouldn't happen, is if they had like uh, Star Wars characters from their Super uh, Super Star Wars games on there. That yeah, that see, would be pretty that, nuts. That's, that's I think a little bit too much. That's of pushing a it, though. Yeah. That's pushing it. And realistically, I can see. Uh, like rare titles in there. Like let, what if you conquer can, like, conquer or Banjo, Banjo Kazooie, um, stuff like that. I can see being in there. Um, i trying to, I, I just had one too. And I completely ninja Gaiden. Yeah. No, he was Genesis. My bad. Eh, was, he on he, no, he was, he was he on both? No, he was on Genesis. Have, I, I'm sure one of the iterations at some point was on an yeah. console. Um, that's good. I see it as, that as even though personally that specific set of news I don't really care about. Did they get Mega Man on there yet? Yeah, Mega Man was on the original roster for. Okay. Uh, Smash Bros. Because that that took a while. That should have been there from the very get go. It's like Capcom was kind of like holding out for a bit. Mm. I'm like Capcom, you are making no other money otherwise. Yeah. So. Mm. Um. Nobody likes you, Capcom. What, uh, blah, 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 blah. uh the only other uh, news as far as um Smash Bros. goes, there's going to be a Smash Bros. specific uh, direct in December. Okay. And what I'm hoping for, I don't remember uh, if you remember this, but an E3 Nintendo announced, like, we're opening up this website, show up, and, like, request characters that you would want to see in Smash. Mm -hmm. Uh, We haven't heard anything about that yet, so I'm hoping that... This December's direct will include something about uh, about all that 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 like you know fan asked for a character. okay. That's what I am predicting for December, where fun. they're going to start off with, you asked for them, and now we're giving them to you. Or like, they, or like you guys asked for them, and none of that's happening. Sorry, guys. Mm. Yeah, Actually, no. probably, they probably wouldn't say sorry. They'd just say, deal with it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Deal. Douchebags. Alright, so that was. Uh, I can imagine Reggie adding that part into it afterwards. Fucking douchebags. Um, that was pretty much all the uh, Nintendo direct news. Uh, next thing, uh, they announced the nominees for the uh, Game Awards. Okay. And if you can banter for a second, I will find that list. Well, um, I don't know what to say My new chair Feels fucking amazing Oh my god Like it's so soft I, Like a buddy of mine had to help me bring it up to my To my apartment And Like he sat in it for a little bit and he feels he 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 said it feels like I killed and skinned a bear and now I'm sitting on his soft fur and it feels fucking fantastic. It is really really soft. Oh my god, really fucking nice. Because like I found it because I I ended up going doing some shopping at at the Sam's Club and I saw it and I sat down on it and I was like this is the chair I want. You're like this is no this is not the chair I want. This is the chair I need. This, this is my destiny. This is my destiny. Oh my god. Fate has popped me to you. I mean, brought me to you. <laughs> yes. All right, back to the future reference. <laughs> I'm subtle back to the future reference. Still looking for this hero? Come on, man. Hey, 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 hey. Come on. I'm I'm working on it. No, you're not. In my defense, this is uh, slightly older news. Okay. Um, so you're just like slogging your way through the backlog of some website, and yeah, um, it's slightly older because they announced it about like a week or two ago, and that's because the Game Awards are next week, I believe. Can't you just you know Google, you know Game Awards? Uh, game honestly, of the Year Award nominees. Honestly, I could. But at this point, I feel like I've slogged through too much to give up. So you just, so like you feel like your next one is gonna you know, like okay. So if I hit next one more time, it's gonna be here. And then you're like, well, I am this far along, so it's event it's gotta be here eventually. Pretty much, like I I am way too uh, stubborn to just be like, nope. I'm like that. I'm just gonna look it up. I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep checking productivity you know i'm pretty sure everyone here is just like like these guys banter sucks <laughs> like seriously the fuck and you, you guys you guys wouldn't be wrong like i i more so would be thinking that they're like uh that these fuckers aren't prepared like why no we're fuck, not prepared why the fuck would they do this if they're not ready to talk about all Dude, this like stuff? we we wing it so much it's kind of insane. Like, even in our private lives, we wing shit, like, all the time. Like, I, in, in professional lives. At work, I wing shit all the time. I'm surprised I haven't killed anybody yet. Just saying. Yeah, pretty you know. much. Um, okay, so uh, the Game Awards for 2015 will air at 9 p.m. Eastern, which is 6 p.m. Pacific, on Thursday, December 3rd. Um it'll be available to stream pretty much everywhere, Twitch, YouTube, uh, you know, anywhere where you can stream stuff, really. Okay. Um So I'm gonna run through the uh different categories and the nominees in those categories. Uh in game of the year we have bloodborne which really made a big splash uh, at the yeah. beginning of the year um fallout 4 which just came out and um obviously was i believe was put on the list before the game actually came out but yeah one of those things where it's like you know it's gonna be a contender yep uh metal gear solid 5 the phantom pain yeah um super mario maker yep and the witcher three okay um, which is kind of surprised, but i was i would i would have bet Money that Halo would have been up there too. Yeah, um, because it's Halo, and the only reason I would say no is just because The Witcher Three was uh, multi-platform. Okay, Um, that more people got their hands on it. You know, definitely. um, Under Developer of the Year, we have Bethesda, which of course is Fallout. Yeah, Uh, CD Projekt Red, which was The Witcher. Uh, From Software. Can't right off the top of my head. What from software? That's the name of the developer. Alright. right, Uh, Productions. Yeah. Okay. Phantom Pain. And then Nintendo. I'm guaranteeing you, uh, Kojima Productions is going to win. I feel like it has to to yeah. have that. Kojima, one last Kojima leaving, this hurrah. being the last, yeah. me, real Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid game. You know, he's going to win. Yeah, that's going to win. Um, Axie, or this is for best independent game, uh, Axiom Verge, which was a Metroidvania okay style game. Um, Her story. Uh, that was a like uh, a used uh, F&V cutscenes to kind of like tell a story and it was like an interview kind of thing so this lady, it's like a video of a lady um at like a police interview and it's kind of a story revolving around her and okay. stuff like that um Ori and the Blind Forest um that was just a really nice looking game. Mm-hmm. Very pretty. Uh, Rocket League. Rocket League. I've um, been seeing a lot of shit about Rocket League. Yeah, and then Undertale. I think um, Rocket League's probably going to win. I feel like that probably, was the most popular yeah. of, of all. And especially of them. because they released, uh, if you were a PlayStation Plus member, you got the game for free. Yep. Uh, when it first came out, so I really think that brought in a lot of people to take a look at the game so let's see best mobile slash handheld game um you have Downwell. um it's okay. so a really fun little little game nah. uh fallout shelters on there obviously uh laura go no nah. uh monster hunter four ultimate I don't okay. know that was a handheld game yeah, but I guess handheld would qualify 3DS and stuff like that Yeah, um, and then Pac-Man 256 which was the new, I, I don't know it, not the championship was, edition right? no it was one of the newer ones that came out it, it was made by the same people who made uh, Crossy Road oh okay um Let's see, uh, under the category of best narrative, we have her story again, Mm -hmm. uh, life is strange, which was that episodic, uh, game that came out, um, I believe it's about this girl who has like some kind of light powers. There's a lot of episodic games. Uh, There's another one on here, Uh, Tales of the Borderlands. That one's probably gonna win. Uh, The Witcher Three. Never Um, mind. Never mind. And then Until Dawn is on there as well. Uh, Witcher Three. Witcher Three is gonna win. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that would be my guess. Um, For the category of best art direction, uh, we have Batman: Arkham Knight care okay. uh, bloodborne uh, metal gear Ori in the blind forest and the witcher Ori in the blind forest is gonna win they love to give that shit to indie games plus it's just a really nice looking game yeah. i'll say it again um under best score slash soundtrack uh we have fallout 4 Makes sense. I mean, people yeah. love the people love the oldies that play in that the old R and B and soul and plus just that general like ambient music when you don't have a radio on is really really like powerful. And yeah, very ominous and whatnot. Um, Halo Five Guardians is on there. Uh, Metal Gear Ori in the Blind Forest and The Witcher Three. Um, hmm, that's a, that's a tough one actually. Um, I'd probably give it to Fallout. More actual songs, you know, for a playlist and, you know, a, a good dramatic score when they when they have it. So yeah. I think they're more well-rounded to it, and even though they do also like to give that award to indie games. Um, under Best Performance, we have... Uh Ashley Birch as Chloe Price in the game Life is Strange. Okay. Uh, we have Camilla Lettington as Laura Croft in Rise of the Tomb Raider. Mm, yeah. Uh, we have Doug Cockle as uh, as Geralt in The Witcher 3. I almost said Geralt, it's Geralt. Geralt. Um, Mark Hamill as the Joker in Arkham Knight. And Vivius. Seifert, I believe that's how you pronounce her last name. She was a lady that was uh, filmed for the game. Her story. Okay. Um. It might go. It might go to her. Just because there's more into her performance for it. Mark Hamill is an easy guess, kind of, because he's kind of a big name and he's known for doing the Joker. Yeah. Um, Ashley Burch is more well known in like the review and gaming community than rather than just straight up voice acting, because um, she's still relatively new to the whole voice acting thing. Yeah. And um, Cockle, I I don't really know a lot of his stuff. Um, The other person, I don't really know that much of either. So probably Cypher is going to win, more than likely. Um, In the category Games for Change, uh, you have Cybele, uh, Her Story, Life is Strange, a game called Sunset, and then Undertale. Nah. I don't even know. Like, games for change is in, like, change of what? I don't know. Joey, I'm not here to know these things. I'm just here to read you these categories. That category sounds fucking stupid. (laughs) Not gonna lie. Games for change this sounds fucking retarded in my opinion alright, um, under the category best shooter we have Call of Duty Black Ops 3 uh, Destiny of the Taken King uh, Halo 5 Guardians Splatoon and Star Wars Battlefront Star Wars Battlefront Best action slash adventure game, we have Assassin's Creed Syndicate, uh, Batman, Arkham Knight, Metal Gear Solid, Ori and the Blind Forest, and Rise of the Tomb Raider. Mmm. Metal Gear Solid? I would. Metal Gear Solid or Tomb Raider, but more than likely Metal Gear Solid. (laughs) best role-playing game. We have Bloodborne, Fallout 4, Pillars of Eternity, The Witcher 3, and Undertale. Um, I'd say Fallout, but it'd be a tie between Fallout and Witcher, but straight up, Fallout more than likely is going to win. Uh, fighting game is the next category you have uh, Guilty Gear XRD um, not exactly too sure or too familiar with the Guilty Gear games to really have any insight on that me either uh, Mortal Kombat X is on there Rise of the Incarnates and Rising Thunder it's Mortal Kombat <laughs> there's no competition there mm-hmm. um, best family game we have Disney Infinity 3.0 um, Lego Dimensions, Skylanders, Superchargers, and uh, Splatoon, and Mario Maker. Mario Maker. Um, best sports racing, or sports slash racing game. Um, we have F- FIFA 16, Forza Motorsports 6, NBA 2K16, um, Pro Evolution Soccer 2016, and Rocket League. Um. Who? I'd probably say FIFA. FIFA would more than likely win that one. Bigger name, but uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. FIFA probably win. Um uh, but category of best multiplayer, uh, we have Call of Duty Black Ops Three, uh, Destiny: The Taken King, Halo Five, Guardians, Rocket League, and Splatoon. Probably Blops. Yeah. Yeah, the multiplayer in that was pretty nice. Uh, a lot more well-balanced than I thought it would be. I thought it would be, like, buggy as fuck. But it's nice. Yeah. Uh, most anticipated game, we have Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, No Man's Sky, Quantum Break, The Last Guardian, and Uncharted 4. The Last Guardian. Yeah, that's, that's a shoot for sure. Um... We have some e-sports stuff, which... Uh, we can talk about or we can't. I mean, I don't really. I, I don't really follow that. There, yeah, there's categories for uh, eSports player of the year, uh, eSports team of the year and the eSports game of the year. Nah, like that's like more of a non-issue. That's literally for people who follow that. And like as you don't follow it. I'm pretty sure I don't follow it. Um, anyone who's listening, you already have your opinions. Yeah, and you don't want. I mean, you're you were forced to listen to my goddamn opinions, but uh, and you can just tell us how wrong I was, really. So go do that. And then there's uh, two more categories. Uh, the second last one here is uh, trending gamer. So, pretty much people in the gamers' community that are uh, big and trending. Okay. Uh, you have uh, Total Biscuit. Uh, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Christopher Monte Cristo uh, Michaels. Never. Uh, Greg Miller. Nope. Uh, Marky Plier. Okay. And PewDiePie. It's PewDiePie. Yeah. That nigga gonna win. Mark Plyer would be a very close second, though. But that fucking Norwegian dude's gonna win and then um, the final category um, it's kind of hard to really say too much about it unless we went to actually go uh, watch these things or kind of experience them Um, it is the category for best fan creation okay Um, there is a GTA 5 uh, creation called Targets (laughs) Um, okay There is another one called Real GTA. Um, You have Portal Stories uh, colon Mel. Okay. Uh, You have Super Mario Maker e-reader levels. And then the last one on here, which maybe I'm just not too aware of what's going on, but this one I've definitely heard about um, is Twitch Plays Dark Souls. Okay. Um, Um, Twitch Plays Dark Souls is that the one where they have multiple people in like a chat room and they all say or give a command exactly, and then like that controls the game. Right. That one has a possibility of winning. That or any GTA mod, really. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, So those are the categories and um, contenders. Yeah. Our Uh, opinions are right. Your opinions are wrong. And you just had to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so though that's going to happen. That's going to come out uh, in two weeks here. Two weeks. Oh, yeah. Um, the last thing I have in gaming news is just something uh, topical that I think would be uh, fun to talk about, Joey. Okay. Um, you've heard of the uh, Madden curse. Sure have. Uh, where any player that's been displayed on the cover of Madden has gone on to have a very bad season or get injured. Or a, some career-ending happens to them. Yeah, yeah. Um, it turns out that um, it might not just be a Madden thing. It might be an EA thing. It might be an EA thing. Yeah, I love it. The reason I say this is because. Um, Ronda Rousey got announced to be on the cover of uh, UFC she 2. just got knocked out. And, yeah, this happened, like, three days before her fight. And then... Damn. She got knocked out. Not just knocked out, though. She, like... Because, like, I heard it was, like, a pretty good fight for the most part. And, like, Ronda Rousey's no slouch. She can kick some fucking ass. And she's been undefeated. And I believe something like... Majority of her wins have all been within clung, the first within round, the first within like round. the first yeah. like minute or two. It's fucking insane how fucking quick she is, how strong she is, just how insanely good she is at what she does. But but now that you know, like you know, it's always just a matter of time until somebody beats you. I mean, Anderson Silva got beat twice by the same dude, um, you know, and it's just gonna be a matter of time until someone beats him. But, you know, Ronda Rousey, every, you know, everyone thinks that somebody's invincible until they're not. Mm. So, but yeah, Ronda Rousey just got knocked the fuck out, kicked to the face, and you see the slow-mo of that, and her face looks fucking contorted as shit, like she's gone like yeah. a million miles away at that point. And so... Of course, this doesn't disqualify her from being on the cover or anything. No, it would be stupid to do so because I mean one one career loss in a very like strong career would be a very yeah. stupid. I mean, she's there. the most public figure of like of uh, you know women's MMA out there, and she's like she's po- supposed she, she's supposed to child. even just you know MMA in general. Mm. Yeah, right now, definitely. Because uh, you know, there have definitely been plenty of other. It was UFC John Fighters. It, it was been John out, Jones. Yeah, in the first line until all that shit good went down a little while. Um, but as of late, I feel like she's like, you know. She's kind of the face of the UFC at yeah, the moment. Yeah, if you don't know UFC, you know Ronda Rousey. Yeah. So. I mean, and like before, it was, as I said, John Jones until all that shit went down. Um, it's been surprising that, like, a lot of, like, light heavyweights who were, like, the face of the UFC hit, like, you know, John Jones, uh, you know, Chuck Liddell, Randy Couture, Brock Lesnar, heavyweight. Um, and, you uh, no, I would probably say for the men's side, probably Cain Velasquez is like the main face. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, yeah, Ronda Rousey is like synonymous with the UFC at the moment. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just thought I'd uh, talk about that and... Well, I mean, like I it's, it's interesting. I mean, like I don't really follow, follow football that much. Obviously, anymore, yeah. So. Obviously, this is all humbug, right? Like, mm-hmm. maybe it, it, it's not like there's an actual curse. Like, I really doubt there's a curse on the uh, on the Cubs in baseball, right? Yeah, you know, but. It's one of those things where it's like you have so many coincidences where it's just like eh. it's just like they're just like hiring people. It's like, okay, I need you to fuck this motherfucker up. I'm going to need you to shoot this guy in the knee. And it's right? like, okay, so like it's like they just get like some dude and like, okay, we're going to roid you up and we're going to need you to like destroy Rich Gannon's neck. <laughs> and take him out for the season. <laughs> so we need to keep this curse alive. It, it's so weird. It, it like I mean, like we've all we've all heard of it people who don't follow sports i mean if you play sports games which i'm pretty sure a lot of people do they don't follow sports but they play sports games yeah you know like have heard of it and have have like seen the correlation right and the correlation does not cause causation but you know it's still kind of weird and spooky we should have had this on the halloween show yeah because it's spooky as fuck mm. uh so, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that real quick and just uh, say, let you just remind you that the curse is alive and well, Joey. Okay. Just in case you were ever worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that being said, I think we're going to take a quick break here. Um, and we will be right back with your movie news for the week, you guys. We'll be back in a sec. Movies, yeah. And we're back, everybody. Back from our nice little break. Yeah. I like taking a little break. Yeah, I, I kind of had to sit up because in my reclining position, I was I was battling sleepy I'm, time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you were. You, had, like, I, you have like a little bit of puffiness in your eyes. Just, and just a little like, bit. That's why I was like, we need to turn off the lights because they're all just going to be too dark and you're just going to fall asleep on me. <laughs> I hope you don't actually sleep like that. No, nope, not, not really. I, I, I sleep naked. <sighs> <laughs> all right uh, johnny just stop drinking his water i'm done <laughs> johnny's just gonna get up and leave yeah, we're, we're done with this um, let's go <laughs> Jared, what, did you, what do you have for um, uh, movie news this week okay so one of my favorite series that has ever existed on tv is coming back the mystery science theater 3000 kickstarter Got funded. It's coming back. I am extremely excited about it. Um, Let's see. Let me bring it up real quick. Uh, Let's see. Um, It it hit its mark at $2 million on Monday night after just six days, apparently. People have been wanting this shit back. I definitely want this shit back. I haven't heard of the Kickstarter. Right. Because I figured everyone just moved over to Rift Tracks, and they just said that. Yeah, because they technically continued... Uh, Mystery Science Theater To an extent Without that label Yeah Right Pretty so. much like And like the way Rift Tracks works Is that you You buy it Like, like you pretty much you, you, you buy it That way the guys Can keep doing it And it's essentially Just like a podcast Really yeah. And you just You sync up the audio With what you're watching So it'll right. be like A little clacker Countdown thing And like You know they, they cover like A bunch of stuff Like the Twilight movies And a bunch of other shit too So I mean like It's pretty fucking cool Cool. Uh, I haven't really done it because I just don't really. I just never had the money, and up till now, I could probably do it now. But um, and uh, so this money, uh, two million dollars, uh, which apparently from over eighteen thousand funders. Um, Apparently, it's going to go to creating three new episodes of the show um, with the goal being to produce a new 12 episode season. So, if they meet their stretch goals, I believe. So yeah, pretty much. So, I'm hoping that they do. Uh, apparently, see, they also announced uh, Jonah Ray uh, from the Nerdist podcast Empire and uh, from uh, Meltdown with Jonah Ray. and Kumail from Comedy Central. Uh, he is going to. To be the new host. So he's going to be the new dude lost in space, other than, you know, uh, Joel Hodgson and. other dude. Uh, I can't remember the other dude's name at the moment. Um, so, yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it was originally uh, a Comedy Central series um, back in the day following uh, a dude who was launched into space, and he's being subjected to horrible uh, Shit, experiments maybe. Experiments by being forced to watch a bunch of really shitty movies with uh, two robots, Crow and uh, Tom Servo. Um, and essentially, they just watch a bunch of sh- shitty movies uh you know you know sci-fi horror anything in general and they just you know make fun of them the entire time and it's amazing you can every once in a while you can find like a bunch of them on netflix right now none of them are on netflix yeah but eventually they do get them back every so often and on netflix instant streaming and they're so good I love them to death. Whether you've seen the movie before or you've never seen it before, it's, it's a great way to watch. Yeah, pretty it's much. It's a great way to watch a shitty movie. Yeah. And, like, and like I've seen some of them, like, multiple times, and I fucking love them. Like, and, like, you just—and you don't really realize the shortcomings of a lot of movies until you really watch Mystery Science Theater 3000 And then you start to see it in every other movie you watch. Like if you legitimately come across a bad movie now, you just go like, "This movie's really bad," and you start making fun of it with it. So like, I mean, like we were watching Rubber a while ago, and we kind of were doing the same thing. I kept passing out, but yeah, we kept doing the same thing. We did the same thing with Mulan. Mulan's not a bad movie by any stretch, but it's it's always fun to just kind of sit there and and just kind of riff on something and make fun of it Um, so yeah I'm I'm pretty excited for it I'm really happy yeah I'm very happy Um, I don't think they've announced what movies they're gonna do no Um, not yet I don't think so that's I think more so what I'm I'm excited to hear what movies are going to be those that you know they're going to do. Yeah, I know. I I, I think it's gonna be pretty pretty cool. And apparently the like I think like the original crew is going to come back. So the original voices for Crow and Tom Servo are going to be back, and I think Gypsy as well. Um, right. So looking for really looking forward to this. Um, and you know, if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. It's awesome. Um, moving on, Universal Studios, uh, pretty much the reason why we have modern horror in the first place is they're rebooting all their original monster movies their black and white monster movies, Frankenstein, Dracula The Mummy um, Swamp Thing this, uh, or the, swamp, swamp Thing is a comic Swamp, swamp, swamp Guy <laughs> swamp, swampy, swampy Man <laughs> Swamp Balls <laughs> It's the creature from the Black Lagoon. Swampy Lagoon. <laughs> Fuck you. It's uh, yeah, the creature from the Black Lagoon and the Invisible Man. They're going to bring them all back into a modern setting. Um, I'm kind of a little bit on the fence of it. Um, do you think they're going to do maybe something similar to like what they're doing? What's going on with the uh, with that Frankenstein movie that's coming out? No, uh, that's com- something completely different. Mm-hmm. I understand it's completely different, but do you think it'll be something in that vein Not when they do do it? No. Apparently it's supposed to be set in a modern... Type of modern issues, modern setting uh, type of thing. Whereas uh, the new Frankenstein movie with James McAvoy and Daniel Radcliffe is definitely just a, another retelling of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, or at least the cinematic version of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. So, eh, you know, this can go one of two ways it can go very good or very bad. Um, there was the remake of The Wolfman that came out some years ago with Benicio del Toro. And Anthony Hopkins, and whether you like that movie or not, there's not a lot of people who like that movie. Um, I think that was kind of like an attempt to reboot those movies. Right. Um, Same with uh, Brian Summers, uh, The Mummy, um, with Brendan Fraser. You know, poor poor bastard, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, and I actually really like those movies. I, I liked them. I thought they were, like, a f- cool, fun adventure movie. Um, not really to be taken too seriously. And But, like, that was also kind of, like, a weird reboot of the series uh, of the mummy um, of like classic monster movies um, I Frankenstein uh, you know was kind of critically panned um, and universally panned even by audiences and Aaron Eckert hasn't really been seen that much lately I think he's laying low after all that uh, shenanigans so um, no as I said this can go one of two ways uh, but they're gonna keep a lot of original elements like the the bolts in Frankenstein Stein's neck, and uh, you know, and you know, Dracula's, you know, origins and his cape and stuff, but apparently, they're trying to also uh, merge them all into one Universe. universe. Um, you know, Marvel DC style have a monsters a monster mash. That's what the movie. That's what the gang movie should be. It should be called the fucking monster mash. Universal, pay me to fucking write this. I will write it. I'm pretty sure I came up with the idea, so I'm gonna take some of that money off the top. Just do it. who came up with the title? I said monster, and that threw your thing in there. So, like, who came it, up with the title? Just a little slipper off the top. Johnny, 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 answer me this question: Who came up with the title? Uh, whoever wrote Mon- the Song Monster Mash, fucking <laughs> <laughs> fifty years ago. That's straight up though. Like the movie should be called Monster Mash. That that'd be the best title for it. I think that'd be so cool. Copyright uh, Jonathan and Joey. <laughs> so my, my, what it is, my, we'll, my name should go first. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so that way, if it does come to that, we're gonna we're gonna be like, nope, can't use it. We uh, we said it on this podcast, yeah, for like a, a long ass time ago, <laughs> we have, and we, we said copyright, so it's ours. So I, I guess apparently they've been uh, working on this for an extended period of time. Now they. Uh they're just like trying to they've been slowly working on it to try and get it right so i'm hoping that it is really good i think they they're gonna take the time to make sure that this is good yeah because otherwise this could be they're shitting on their own legacy yeah that's good because because whenever you take a legacy character like those and retell them, or you know, like try and remake their. I mean, it's not like Van Helsing did that for them already and stuff. Um, you really run that risk of souring that legacy, pretty much. Um, and I guess they're going to also start off with uh, uh, the Mummy first off. Kind of, a, kind of an interesting one to start off with. Um, I'm kind of really interested in seeing the way they, the way they do that. Do you know when uh, these are slated to come out? Apparently? Well, apparently they're uh, going to begin shooting in early 2016 okay, for The Mummy. So, 2017. Yeah, 2017 we'll probably will probably be the, out the first the, one. Yeah, the, uh, we'll see that movie. And then I'm assuming it'll be like an every year. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to try and like, um, knock one out every year. So, uh, you know, we'll see one in 2017, 2018, 2019, so on and so forth. Until until that we get to Monster Mash, you know. Copyright 20, 2015, Joey and Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, so and also I guess they're just trying to like make a mythology out of it too which you know is it, interesting and you know it's not it's not like they had like these weren't crossovers at one point before these characters have interacted with each other whether or not you want to consider it canon even though back then right. they didn't really have a canon for these for these uh, uh, well, you know, the characters I think with everything now everybody's trying to make a universe after Marvel like took off with their Cinematic universe and everything in that universe affects other th- movies. Yeah. Ever since then, I feel like people really like that, and everybody's trying to start a cinematic universe. Yeah. I mean, you see it with DC; um, they're trying to start their, you know, cinematic universe. Yeah. It's just, I I feel that like Van Helsing was also another attempt at it and we kind of talked about it at one point before too uh, and how disappointing Van Helsing was as, as just a movie and a, an attempt to kind of recreate these characters or reimagine these characters in the first place um, because I, I think I said something along the lines like you know they, there could have been an easier way to go about this instead of including like two major characters in the first movie and trying to really to, attempting to try and cover more ground than they should yeah. it really should have just been him dealing with uh, like one, one, one character one. like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde throughout the entire movie a lesser known character but a character that's been covered by Universal in the past anyway and then do that wrap up that story and then say Hey, there's this monster terrorizing Germany, you know, by the by this mad doctor Frankenstein. You know, you should probably go check it out. At the end of the movie. Yeah, at the end of the movie. Kind of the Vatican end. sends him out to do that. And or, you know, like, hey, there's this we got Transylvanian job, prince. And they throw a folder on the ground yeah. it has got Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, it has like a little picture of Frankenstein on the outside, like his little silhouette or something like that, like walk it like walking around like Bigfoot style. Or, or they're know. like, We found these and they throw a couple of bolts on the desk. Yeah. Yeah, you know, any, anything. And anything like that could have worked but you know they, they didn't um, so I think this is like a, a new attempt to just kind of bring that to light because they definitely tried it before and back then in the 1940s and 50s they did before too with like Apicosella Me Frankenstein they had Frankenstein, the Wolfman, and uh, Dracula. Not only that, but also they had the Invisible Man right. at the end of it, voiced by Vincent Price, which was awesome. Um, so you know, the, hey, Vincent Price is, is the shit. Like I, dare, I, I I demand anyone to watch a Vincent Price movie and not be thoroughly entertained. You heard him, folks. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. And if you're not thoroughly entertained, your money back. No though so you didn't pay uh, for anything you can from us. email us all of the hate you want for Joey. Yeah. you know what? At this point, just email us hate. Just let us know that you're that you hate us or something. I don't know. <laughs> just fucking do it and fuck, douchebags, all of you. I mean, who said that? Not me. What? Okay, moving on. Look, um, so, on. Star Wars. <laughs> um, it, wouldn't po- it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be chopping block podcast without mentioning yeah, Star it, Wars. Wouldn't it wouldn't be a podcast with me without talking about. Well, we already talked about Star Wars at the beginning of this episode. Let's. Talk Talk about more Star Wars. So, Star Wars apparently stands at fifty million dollars in pre-sales. That's just pre-sales. Now, granted, if if a, if a movie made that amount of money opening week, they'd be in some big trouble. But this is before this is before the movie even gets And this know, is seen. All of the IMAXs, Die Hard fans. Yeah. All the die-hard fans who want to make sure they watch this movie Thursday night, Friday morning, um, or Friday night. I wouldn't even include Saturday showings. Well, movies are released on Fridays. Right, but... Thursday nights. Thursday nights, mm. people... Midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I We have a showing... At 7 p.m. on Thursday, Mm -hmm. you know, back home. So there is going to be the biggest, longest line of fat, sweaty nerds in Chewbacca outfits. It's not because it's that. And I mean, the movie is releasing, I believe, two days early in France. Mm -hmm. Um, Immediately Air France jumped online. And on Facebook started posting ads about like the Force travel Awaken Fairs. bundles. Like it's like you buy the bundle to travel to France, dude. And it includes movie tickets and like stay in a hotel. Dude, oh man, I, w- I can just imagine some dude mortgaging his house just to fucking do that shit. And like there, there's, there's a lot of dedication when it comes to this series, and this fucking shows it, and and it's insane. Yeah, it's and, nuts. And like I said, like this is just die hard, die hard fans this is legit uh, actual this is a production budget right here they just made probably have their production budget back right now and it's probably been, mo- probably a little less but I will it'll easily double triple that opening weekend yeah because this easily. is just like said. So this is just die diehard die hard fans Maybe what twenty percent of the Star Wars community, the rest is going to show up and try and get tickets. You know, and those theaters going to be packed for months. That like I don't really have much of a worry to not see that movie opening, uh, you know, opening week or even that or like that month. Mostly, mostly blah 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 blah. Mostly because that movie theater is going to be packed. It's going to be packed and. I promise you you'll be able to go to your like closest biggest theater chain not like you know like your $1 theaters or anything mm-hmm. but any other like you know actual theater chain Maybe all the way up until easily April or May. Yeah. Hell, I can even see it bumping up in like a summer. Dude. Until the summer. Block okay, so like be. it's being released December, 12th. January, February. March, April, May. Six months. Eh, six months is a little stretch. But. But. I if mean, it, if the desire and want is for that movie to be there, they'll push it all the way until they release the thing on fucking Blu ray. Like, I think we're going to probably have a five month span. So, from now to May. So, about. Um. Well, I guess May would be, what, six months, right? It's May would be more six months. So, April. So, like, probably April. But if it April, does March, early April. Yeah, i, I say about that. Because, like, I, if it makes it to May, then there's going to be a whole other shitstorm when it comes to it. Because then May the 4th is going to happen. And they are like, well, we should go see the new Star Wars movie again for May the 4th. And then they go fucking see the what new Star they, Wars movie what again. What they kept it in theaters until May the 4th? And on May the 4th, they're like, for one night only. The entire st- two extra minutes of bonus footage oh. of BB Eight rolling around. Yeah, people will lose their shit and they'd go <laughs> straight up. Like, I, like for May the Fourth, like I'm surprised more more theater changed Stone Cold. Like, you know, the entire you know, uh, you know, six episode Collection. saga. You know. Um, you know, one, two and three, four, five and six, whichever. And then the and then you'll cap it off with a new movie. Yeah. You know be e- the easiest thing to do to make some money. Hey theaters, you know, take my ideas, give me money. Please. Technically they're doing that for the release of this one. Oh really? It's mm-hmm. like a twenty four hour you mean like um, what Marvel did with the exactly with um, Age of Ultron? Yeah. Okay, I can see that. I mean, like it's just it, it's so it's actually really common sense when you really think about it. You know? Yeah. Um, so moving on to the last bit of movie news, um, Paramount Studios. Partnering with Hasbro Oh shit Uh, To make those great movies That we've been getting for the Uh, last couple years They're continuing the Transformers and G.I. Joe movies (laughs) And they're starting a new franchise With Micronauts I think you can say I think you you can say They're continuing the Transformers Uh, series Do you think they'll reboot uh, G.I. Joe? No. It's been a while since we've gotten to G.I. Joe. No, The Rock was in the last one. Gonna ah, that's fun. true. They, they, they're going to keep it because of The Rock. Yeah. He's that, pretty much. If you want people to show up to your movie, The Rock's going to be in it. You have The Rock. I mean, like it's, it's kind of weird how much more of a legitimate actor he is now and how thoroughly entertaining he is because he's actually pretty fucking entertaining. I mean, so I saw San Andreas. Uh, some weeks ago, I think, and I just kept on finding flaws in every single part of that movie. But The Rock made it very entertaining to watch, and I was What's like, "The Rock, I I mean, like, like, this, this guy is actually really good. He's like a really buff, charismatic guy. Like, I yeah, mean, and he, he's a, he's a pleasure to watch." I stand by my words. Okay. Um, all right. But you know what I mean? Like, he's just like, he's got that screen charisma. He's thing. the rock. And I'm like rock hard the entire time. I'm watching <laughs> it. Um, you think that rock is hard. Check, check out, out my the- hard rock. <laughs> so, uh, you know, um, the, as I said, like transformers, I mean, like everyone can really kind of just drop the act and we can all really say that the transformers movies just fucking suck. It's just, I mean, they're not good movies. They're, straight up Naga movies, but, for, but they make they, a shit ton of money because... They make a shit ton of money overseas. Yeah. No, they also make a shit ton of money here because when people don't have anything to watch they're like, I guess we'll go see the new Transformers movie. and then, Or like people will go like... It's uh. got that brand recognition. And also. I can't remember who said it. I think it was Slash Film. The Slash Film podcast who was saying it, but like people will end up going to see this movie because of... It's like oh it's like it's like huh, let's go check out how bad the new Transformers movie is just don't you know it's bad don't go see how bad it is just fucking don't give them more money that's you're causing more of the problem exactly like you, eventually you just got you just got to stop fucking feeding the machine at one point because I mean like, like I haven't bothered to see it like I have, sure have never paid to see any Transformers movie I've only seen the first two the thing is they make so much money with these overseas that it could do completely garbage here but they're still going to China like, is gonna eat it up because they're really into the whole giant giant robots and, robots and stuff and they like shiny and things and they easily get distracted by shiny things which is kind of funny um, and GI Joe is like hit or miss for the most part mostly a miss uh, they're not that good either and they suffer from the same you know uh, you know explosions over plot kind of thing yeah. like the first movie was pretty bad um, and then the second movie with fucking Bruce Willis and uh and the Rock, you know, as as I said, they're not going to reboot because the, because the Rock's in it. Yeah, um, I think if they had had like another uh, channing Tatum before his channing Tatum before he blew up and fucking Marlon Wayans, um yeah, they they probably would have fucking uh done some, they probably would have rebooted it again or like had a new set of GI Joes. But yeah. you know, um, it, it is what it is, and Micronauts is probably gonna be the newest thing to you know be like more shovelware for, for uh, you know the movie season, and you know it's not like all these movies have been hits. I mean, you look at fucking you know uh, Battleship and. You know, there is a lot of missed opportunities with Battleship. Because, yeah. like, there is... So, like, the bombs from the alien craft... Because alien cra- that, that's all it was in Battleship. Which is like, you know, oh, aliens are invading. Which is fucking stupid, in my opinion. It should have just been like, hey, we're at war with Russia or some bullshit like that. You know, instead of, you know, thinly veiled it. Oh, we don't know who it is, but we're fighting them. Yeah. And then just had to be that. But their bombs are the little pegs from the board game. Um, which is... Pretty cool. It's it's not bad, but also you completely miss the opportunity. They completely miss the opportunity to say you sunk my battleship. Liam Neeson's in that movie. If Liam Neeson said, if he would have said it, that movie you sunk a, my battleship. would I've been, been on board. Yeah, it would have been a success. I would have been like, this was this is fucking great. I mean, it's just, it's just another you know, release the kraken situation. You know, he like he should have said, you know, you sunk my battleship. Yeah, that's that's how it easily should have been, but no, they they, they didn't do it. So you know, fuck them, <laughs> fuck you, Hasbro, <laughs> fuck you, and everyone who likes your stuff. Like, and they're not fun to watch. They're more of a pain to watch. That's yeah, that's true. Like, they're, yeah, I are mean, kind of painful to watch. Where it's like, if, Shia LaBeouf is the least of it, and that's know, sad. They're gonna have the same directors for this shit they had before. Yeah. Um, There's no legitimate love coming from the production, you know? If, yeah, if, you know, they changed it up a little bit, they were like, all right, we're going to do Transformers, but we're going to. We're gonna do something different, we're gonna, you know, get a different director in there, we're gonna mm-hmm. Someone who loves the source material, someone who grew up with Transformers or something, you know. But it's not gonna happen. Yeah. If they had done that then I think we would have been okay. Maybe Probably. it would have generated more interest. But it's like we already know what we're getting. Yeah, so. and we're just gonna keep on getting the same stuff over and over again. Yeah, That makes me sad Yeah, pretty much Last bit of news Not really movie news, TV news Yeah, but ain't, it's included in our Other news Nerd empire So, I love cartoons I love cartoons Johnny loves cartoons I'm pretty sure a lot of people who are listening to this Very few people who are listening to this love cartoons and if you love cartoons you are probably watching Gravity Falls yep. more than likely and Gravity Falls the creator Alex Hirsch has announced that this second season is the last and final season of, this, of the show two episodes from the uh, from the finale series finale Yeah. Um, it's a bummer to really see it go because I really enjoyed it and I was kind of hoping for a third season but now I'm kind of holding out for a movie um, and you can't really argue with a man's creative vision yeah exactly he uh, he came out and said he was like he always had this plan for it to have a finite end yeah. and it would just be like this big summer of fun pretty much yep. you know this big summer adventure um, and you know he thanked all the all the fans he thanked uh, all the producers and you know higher ups in, at the uh believe it airs on Disney XD right so he thanked yeah. all those people uh for supporting him In doing this mm-hmm. cuz he he, he's he. I prefer that he does this. just yeah. because I'd rather it have a final end and be a part of his vision rather than him having to add extra stuff in there. Or yeah, it's not gonna be like a Phineas and Ferb situation where like the, those kids are constantly on summer break. Right. You know, it's, it and. You know, as you said, I do like it's coming to a bit of a graceful end. Um, But also, I just really just dug what he was able to create, especially under the iron thumb of Disney, because Disney has real strict control over the stuff they produce. So, you know, the fact that he was able to pull off a show like that and just really have it be kid oriented, but also kind of have like a lot of really cool, fun adult humor in there as well that works on multiple levels is just really cool i fucking dig it yeah so it's sad to see it go but i'm glad that they're um i'm glad that he's ending it yeah on his terms yeah because so often you see a show that just gets canceled and they have to scramble to make some kind of ending or they leave it with a non-ending a non-ending or a cliffhanger that's never going to get resolved or that like, they leave it a cliffhanger to where they can revisit it a couple years later if they get picked up by some other yeah. uh, kind of like Hey Arnold was yeah. kind of like how Angry Beavers was. It seems to be mostly the Nickelodeon shows that tend to get that kind of kind of treatment, but like just that weird all of a sudden axe kind of a thing. Yeah, but you know, and also, so like you know, uh, he has expressed interest. Like I remember like reading something where he said like either three three whole seasons or two seasons in a movie and that's all he wants and I think like he can probably pull off a movie right now Yeah, I think a movie would be pretty cool if he kind of got to work on it it release like next year after it's kind of all like sizzled out or mm-hmm. yeah I think like a movie would work in like a sense where like Dipper and Mabel are now in high school they're 13 and then some weird shit goes down in Gravity Falls, in Gravity Falls, to go back, or and they have to go back, or like the weird shit from Gravity Falls follows them there, and then they wind up back in Gravity Falls or something like that, you know, or or like it has to be solved with them going back to Gravity Falls, yeah, because it can't start with them having to go back there. It would have to kind of be a midway point for the movie to really work. Yeah. So hire me to write this movie, or have me on the writing staff, so I can you know help out just a little bit yeah so um, please uh, we'll say this um, I am excited to see what will come next. yeah me too. Um, obviously he's not gonna step away from creating you know, creating stuff, you know. um, so much like Kojima and Konami, I'm excited to see what's next in the pipeline after this. yeah. Will it be animated? Will it be live action? I mean, I kind of dug the stuff he was able to pull off with animation. I would like to see more more of it. And yeah, maybe like a longer form series from him. Would be yeah, pretty cool. I like a de- definitely because like he's able to pull off like this this cool like magic sci fi stuff. So maybe maybe not exactly that. I like to see a cool science fiction show again, like animated science fiction yeah. show. I think that'd be pretty cool. Cause we haven't had a lot of those at least recently. Yeah. I, I think, think that go. would be a, a fun little thing that you could yeah. possibly do. Um, so I think that's going to bring our little podcast to an end, Joey, unless there's anything else that you want to talk about my chair, is so awesome. All right, so you're gonna plug your chair. <laughs> I'm gonna plug my chair. Uh, my chair plugs into the wall, and it has two USB ports and two outlets, so I can charge shit and plug shit in if I need it, and it's fucking dope. Yeah, you mentioned that at the beginning of this. I don't care. People, I think need, you to took People you need to know. And forgot. People need to know. Some people need to know It feels so good Oh my god Alright so um, Oh my god We're so gonna good. get out of here then yeah. um, As always go check out the Facebook page Go rate us on iTunes uh, Subscribe to the RSS feed on iTunes or Stitcher Um yeah, I think that's about it um, stay tuned next week we will have email us a, yeah you can email us I guess I guess I'll give you that <laughs> bit of information uh, the email is uh, in the menus podcast at gmail.com I won't spell it out for you uh, if you do go to the website there's a direct link for it though. Um, We will be back next week We trust you know how to spell With a fun Thanksgiving episode Our little post Thanksgiving Kind of uh, Reunion To talk about uh, All the fun things we did at Thanksgiving And all the delicious (laughs) things we ate And Talk about some of uh, our Fondest and not so fondest Thanksgiving memories yeah. Um, like when it, Uncle like when Aunt Judy like stuck her head in the oven while the turkey was still cooking. That's gross. Yeah. She's fat. She couldn't help but get at that turkey. So did she go in there oh well, I guess we can wait till next week. Oh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's next week. Alright, but until then we will see you guys later.